this month, Tesla did something really unexpected. It cut its prices. It wasn't just a minor price cut, which I think some people were perhaps anticipating. It was tremendous. That's our colleague Nora Ecker, who covers the auto industry. They were slashing prices as much as 20% across their most popular models. The company dropped the price of its top-selling Model Y by about $13,000, from around $66,000 down to $53,000. This is a move that you sometimes see for automakers. When they need to boost demand for their vehicles, they'll bring the price down. But a 20% price cut on some of your most popular models is, is really shocking. You know, especially for Tesla, I think, because they've had such a run of increasing prices on their vehicles over the last year or so. How big of a deal is it that Tesla dropped its prices? It's a huge deal. It's a huge deal for customers and for the broader automotive industry. I mean, it's really upended the market. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Ryan Knudsen. It's Tuesday, January 24th. Coming up on the show, Tesla's big price cuts and what it says about the electric vehicle market. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash journal. Terms and conditions apply. Electric vehicles make up a small part of U.S. car sales, but they're gaining ground. Last year, EVs made up about 6% of all U.S. vehicle sales, double the amount from a year before. And in the EV market, there's one undisputed king. For the last few years, Tesla's been the dominant EV producer. I mean, they've, they've produced lots of vehicles, they've made great profits, and they've been sort of the number one name in the EV world. Last year, Tesla produced about 65% of EVs sold in the U.S. Ford was the number two seller last year, and they're at 7.5%. It's a large, large difference. So, you know, they're leading by a wide margin. It's going to take tremendous efforts by other automakers to, to overcome them. For years, most big U.S. automakers like Ford and GM largely ignored the EV market. I think for a while there were a lot of naysayers across the auto industry. Now they're trying to catch up, of course. Um, One analyst described it to me like there are two clocks going. You've got your legacy gas business and then you've got your new EV business. And it's been a really big challenge for the automakers to try to keep both clocks ticking and ramp up production, especially on the EV side. Assembling a car that runs on electricity requires a completely different production process than making one that runs on gas. And it's just sort of a a maze to, to find the companies that can supply the materials that you need. So Tesla was able to do that at a scale where they were profitable. That's something that other EV makers haven't been able to do to this point. But that doesn't mean legacy car makers aren't trying. So as the broader auto industry sort of collectively realized that they needed to get their act together with EVs, there's been this tremendous push to invest in the assembly plants and the battery plants they need to realize that. 
So as we've reported, you know, over the last couple years or so, there's been close to 70 billion in investments in, in battery and assembly facilities for EVs. I mean, this really is unprecedented, and it just shows that this is the major goal of, of most automakers across the U.S. All this effort is starting to pay off. In the past few years, legacy carmakers like Ford and GM began showing off lineups of new EVs. And customers in the U.S. finally had some options. This is the new 2022 Ford F-150 Lightning. And it's finally here, the electric F-150. This is the 2022 GMC Hummer EV pickup truck. Surprise from General Motors today. The automaker is ready to roll out a new electric Corvette. It doesn't seem that surprising after we saw Ford roll out the Mustang, right? While this new competition poses a challenge for Tesla, it's an opportunity for customers. Stanley Tran, a 32-year-old psychotherapist in California, had been thinking about buying a Tesla, but a lot of the competitor EVs are cheaper. Tesla had been around for a while, but the price increases uh, a couple years back pretty much turned me off from feeling like it was even close uh, to being worth it, especially since a lot of competition was coming out. Why would I get something that costs this much if these other cars are offering it at like 20K less or something like that? So Stanley started looking elsewhere. I kept my mind open primarily to the Ford because of uh, just how it looks and what it's able to offer. So it was actually really my first pick. Last year, he decided to go for Ford's EV Mustang, called the Mach-E. Though, because it's so hard to ramp up production, he got put on a waiting list until late 2023. While Tesla is facing more competition in the U.S., it's really under pressure in China, where the EV market is much more developed, and where Tesla builds and sells many of its cars. Tesla's sales in China have been slowing in the face of stiff competition from Chinese EV makers. And the company cut prices there last year by as much as 13%. Production in China was also a problem last year, thanks to the country's strict zero-COVID policy, which forced Tesla to temporarily shut its Shanghai factory. The pandemic hit the entire auto industry, but because Tesla has such a strong base in China, it really hit them and continued to hit them, actually more than other automakers. So things have gotten a lot trickier for Tesla over the last year. In 2022, Tesla's stock had its worst year ever. It fell 65%, shaving more than $700 billion off its market value. As the company's problems mounted, Tesla's CEO, Elon Musk, had much of his attention elsewhere. When Elon Musk bought Twitter, I think it really concerned investors and stakeholders in Tesla because there's this greater worry that he's going to be distracted, not focusing you know, his efforts on the EV maker when it needs him most. Since Tesla's stock peaked in November of 2021, Musk has sold $39 billion worth of Tesla stock, in part to fund his purchase of Twitter. And frustrated investors have taken to social media to complain. Elon Musk just sold another $3 billion in stocks in the past three days, and that is Tesla stock. Now, this is very troubling news for all Tesla shareholders. This is absolutely insane. We do know that everybody's wondering the same thing. How much more are Tesla shares going to crash? How many more billions? Musk has suggested that the Federal Reserve's decision to raise interest rates is hurting Tesla's stock price and demand for its cars. He has said he remains attentive to Tesla and believes in the company long term. Coming up, how Tesla's big price cut is affecting the U.S. EV market. 
This episode is brought to you by C3 AI. C3 Generative AI enables rapid access to secure, traceable, hallucination-free insights from enterprise systems, all while using any LLM, helping enterprises turn the invisible into the obvious. Learn more at c3.ai. This episode is brought to you by Workday. Get the whole band together with Workday and pair finance and HR on one platform for an epic performance. With Workday AI at the core, you'll make confident decisions faster than ever, and you'll drive flawless business and finance operations with an agile platform that constantly evolves to future-proof your organization. Be a finance and HR rockstar with Workday. Visit Workday.com to learn more. One of the reasons Tesla's price cuts have been so surprising is that up until recently, Tesla had mostly been raising its prices. Tesla for a while was raising prices on their vehicles to account for, you know, inflationary costs around how expensive it is to make these batteries in other parts of the EV. Tesla hasn't said why it's cutting its prices, but Nora says there are a few possible reasons. It could mean that they don't have as much demand as they want to or they need, and They need to incentivize customers in some way to to come pick up a Tesla. They could be trying to start a price war with the Detroit establishment. That's what some analysts are saying. Or they could be trying to qualify for federal tax credits. The government wants to encourage people to buy electric vehicles, so it offers a big tax break of $7,500. But it only offers this incentive to most EVs that cost less than $55,000. So before these cuts there weren't as many vehicles that qualified. Now that Tesla has slashed their prices, they have many more of their models that are fitting that bill. Stanley, the customer we spoke to earlier who was on the waiting list for that Ford electric Mustang, said he was stunned when he found out that Tesla had lowered its prices. I got informed by like a a few friends that were like, hey, have you seen (laughs) kind of what's going on with Tesla right now? He jumped on his computer to find out what was going on. I started like frantically messaging the people at Tesla on their chat. And then a few hours later, just doing a little bit more research, decided to pull the trigger like a couple weeks back, actually. Stanley ditched the Ford he'd signed up for and bought a Tesla instead. And while the Ford was originally expected to be delivered later this year, now Stanley should get his Tesla delivered in just a few weeks. I feel pretty good. <laughs> um, I The only issue I guess I have is more of a subjective issue of like, feeling that everybody drives a Tesla, especially in California over here. You can imagine I wasn't the only person that probably placed an order after the snooze. Like, I went to the local Tesla showroom just to check out the car itself to see the other cars, and the showroom was packed. Nora says Tesla's in a unique place in the EV market and that it's able to cut prices while still maintaining a profit margin. The one thing to remember is that Tesla has a pretty wide margin to play with. It's something that, you know, Ford CEO Jim Farley has been very vocal about, how he wants to get his EVs around the margins that Tesla has. So they can absorb more of the shock of a price cut like this. What impact will this have on Tesla's competitors? The big picture here is because Tesla has been doing this for so long, they have the scale. You know, they have more of a buffer whereas some competitors are losing money on their EVs. It sounds so simple to say, but if they're already losing money and now they have to compete with this, you know, 20% less priced EV, 
it's really going to hurt them. It's for some, I think, not a sustainable strategy, but they have to weigh how competitive they want to be with Tesla, how many customers they're going to lose. How is Ford, which is the second biggest EV producer in the United States, how are they responding to Tesla's price cut? So far, there's there's no official response from the company. So they've just reminded us that they're selling a lot of their Mustang Mach-E's, which is one of the direct competitors to the Model Y, and that they're keeping an eye on this, you know, that there might be some strategic shifts ahead. But I think so far, it's too early for them to make that call. Legacy car makers aren't the only ones having to deal with Tesla's price cut. It's affecting used car dealers, too. Immediately, their used Tesla inventory, if they had, you know, used Teslas on their lot, completely destroyed. <laughs> you know, the, the value of that is so much less after Tesla brings down its prices because if a customer is looking at, you know, a used vehicle that's in the 30, 40,000s, and then they've got a new vehicle that's just 10 grand above that. I mean, it's it's hard to make them go for the used vehicle. So I think it's been pretty disruptive for, for dealers and even for you know other used models too. The minute that you start having a more comparable new EV that's around that price range, it, it's tough to convince people to go for used. Where do you think we are right now in the in the electric vehicle war? Because I feel like we hear a lot about it, but when I go out and look there's still actually not that many cars actually for sale right now. Yes, yeah, that, no, it's a, it's a great point. There's not a tremendous amount of selection for people who want an EV in the market today. That certainly will change in the next year to two years. There'll be tremendous amount of models hitting the market from different EV producers. I think that has played to Tesla because they've been the dominant force in the market. But now the traditional automakers are saying, we're going to come in with more customized offerings that are going to steal customers you know, from your base. So that'll certainly be a, a competitive fight in the next few years. So is this the year that the EV fight really begins? I think that the EV fight has begun, but this is the year where really companies need to ramp up or they're going to to lose. There's been a tremendous amount of ramping up in investment in EV production facilities and battery facilities. And within those assembly plants and those battery plants, there aren't really vehicles being made in a lot of places yet. That's going to happen in the next few years. So it's certainly going to be the year where automakers have to make true on all the promises that they've made in previous years and all the investments they've made in previous years. We probably won't know who the winners and losers are until much further in the future, but this will be a pivotal year for the EV auto industry. That's all for today, Tuesday, January 24th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. Additional reporting in this episode by Rebecca Elliott and Mike Kalias. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.